0: This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection
1: to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com.
2: Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. Taiwan reported 275 new COVID-19 cases on Monday, including 133 local ones. The number of domestic cases has exceeded 100 for the past four days. Despite cases climbing, there are increasing calls for Taiwan
3: to reopen its borders. Louise Watt reports. More than 300 local cases were reported over the weekend, a seeming setback for Taiwan's efforts to control COVID-19. Taiwan has dealt with the pandemic much better than most other countries through strict border controls and quarantines. But recent weeks have seen new outbreaks linked to the Omicron variant. In an unusual move, health authorities have started separating the count for serious and mild cases. And they revealed that of the more than 1,700 domestic cases so far this year... All but four were mild or asymptomatic. This new way of reporting case numbers could be a sign that Taiwan is preparing the public for living with COVID and maybe even a reopening of its borders. Many Taiwanese appear ready for a shift in strategy. Taiwan's health minister said the goal is for people to go about their daily lives as much as
2: possible. <inaudible> <inaudible> Chen Shih-chong
3: said that separating out patients with mild and severe symptoms will lower the burden on hospitals, where all patients usually have to go. Vaccination rates are also higher than they used to be, fueling calls for fewer restrictions. But Taiwan is for now erring on the side of caution. On Sunday, a three-day music festival in the southern county of Pingdong was abruptly cancelled after one attendee tested positive. Local authorities made that call, but the Central Epidemic Command Centre says that in future, large-scale events won't be shut down unless there is a cluster infection among staff. It's another sign of how Taiwan's government is trying to balance preventing the virus and living with it. As Naya Zhou and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan is marking
2: Children's Day, a day that puts the focus on the importance of future generations. The annual celebration comes as the country's birth rate continues to decline. Eric Gao reports.
0: In 2019, the birth rate in Taiwan was surpassed by deaths for the first time, and it's only worsened since then. The Ministry of the Interior says the country's population shrank 0.84% year-on-year in January of 2022. To encourage couples to have more children, the government offers subsidies and financial assistance, including an expanded rental subsidy program announced in March. But spending may have to increase greatly to have the desired effect. 像台灣一年大概政府花在這邊的預算大概在100億的上下,那如果我們看看歐歐洲像法國跟德國大概都將投入將近一年4000億,我們鄰近的日本也一年投入到5000億,那他們的很快的就反映在他們的生產的這個各案數上面. Aside from financial assistance, Huang feels more needs to be done within society to make having children less of a burden. If Taiwan can't turn the low birth rate around, government figures project a massive loss of population in the coming decades. Klein Wong and Eric Gao for Taiwan Plus.
2: Taiwanese designers Li Zhenghan and Wei took home a Grammy for Best Recording Package at the Awards in Las Vegas on Sunday. Their work on a packaging for the physical release of Bagalong by second generation Falangao singing group and a chairman crossover big band beat out four other contenders, including fellow Taiwanese designer Xiao Qingyang. The album design was inspired by an indigenous village located by the sea in eastern Taiwan. Li and Yu took the opportunity to invite everyone to visit Taiwan during their acceptance speech. Hello, everyone. We are so glad to participate in Grammy Award through the album of Fagalong. Uh, making more people know about Taiwan. We are from Taiwan. Uh, thank you. Taiwan is a beautiful and peace-loving country. Thanks to our friends and the crew who helped us all the way. So, thank you so much. And I hope Someday, if you can go visit Taiwan, super welcome. Thank you. you. The weekend saw a commemorative event of the one-year anniversary of a deadly train accident on Taiwan's east coast that killed 49 people and injured over 200. The accident was the worst on the country's railways in more than 70 years. It was caused by a crane truck that rolled down from a nearby worksite and settled on the track moments before the arrival of an oncoming Taroko Express service. Since then, contractors and safety experts have blamed the state Taiwan Railways Administration and accused the company of mismanagement. Taiwan's transport minister has called for reforms of the administration to prevent such accidents from happening again. Four men have been released on bail after being questioned over their involvement in a demolition gone awry that caused chaos on Taiwan's rail network Friday. The four could face charges of endangering public safety. John Van Trieste
4: has more. Free to go, for now. After overnight questioning, police released four men allegedly involved in a mishap that paralyzed rail travel and might have taken lives.
0: Oh, we'll we'll okay. Thank you.
4: Thank you. On Friday, just meters from train tracks, the suspect's construction company demolished a storage <laughs> silo at a cement plant in the southern city of Kaohsiung, taking an unapproved shortcut in the process. Instead, the company knocked the 52-meter-high silo down in one go with a crane and wrecking ball. The silo toppled in the wrong direction, hitting a power transmission tower on the way down. The loss of the tower knocked out power to both high-speed and regular trains in the area. Over 120,000 travelers were affected by the ensuing disruptions to service, which went on for up to seven hours. The construction firm faces fines and demands for compensation, but that could be just the beginning of the legal troubles the four suspects on bail could face. Prosecutors say they may have violated construction rules laid out in the criminal code, and they say they're working to charge the four with endangering public safety. Damon Lin and John Van Trieste for Taiwan Plus.
2: The coral on Xiaoliuqiu used to be among the richest in Taiwan, but now because of human and natural factors, it's at risk of being irreversibly damaged. Our reporter James Chater visited the island to find out what new rules are coming into force to protect it.
1: Tens of thousands of tourists come to Xiaoliuqiu every month, and the once flourishing coral here used to be a big part of the island's appeal. But now, some are concerned that a combination of human and natural factors are causing irreversible damage to the reefs. Xiaoliochou's coral is in crisis. Parts of it have been left barren by high sea temperatures, poor wastewater management and a surge in tourism. Of Xiaoliochou's seven coral zones, three are now classified as disabled, meaning they have coral coverage of less than 10%. Adju was born and raised in Xiaoliochou and now takes classes on coral conservation.
0: To
1: give the beleaguered corals some breathing room, 70% of visitors to the intertidal zone will now have to book online, and the government is restricting the numbers to 300 at any one time. The intertidal zone is the area of shoreline above water at low tide and below water at high tide. But some coral conservationists are concerned that the new rules aren't wide
0: enough. It's
1: a January report by Taiwan's Ocean Conservation Administration found that coral coverage in Xiaoyouche's non diving zones ranged from 6.5% to 31.8%, whereas in diving zones it was only 0.3 to 5.5%. As well as diving, severe bleaching since 2020 has contributed to the coral's dire situation. Bleaching occurs when ocean waters become too warm. As a result, coral expels the algae it needs to survive.
0: Label,
1: Since then, Xiao Liu coral hasn't been able to fully recover. But despite the significant challenge, Adju believes a mindset adjustment could make all the
0: difference. The <音><音>
1: Conservationists like Aju are determined to do all they can to protect Xiao Chou's coral. And the marine life that call it home are counting on it. Asnaya Joe and James Chaser for Taiwan Plus.
2: Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit taiwanplus.com.